What is going on, everybody? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Bullpen Cart Podcast, presented by Thunderblogsports.com. Myself and Greg Piatelli are back to break down Major League Baseball. Bryce Harper is hurt. Aaron Judge Watch 2022 is on. We talk about everything in Major League Baseball. We talk about the Phillies, the Red Sox, so Greg and I get to vent to each other about our teams. We talk about every division in baseball. It was a lot of fun to record. Cannot wait to hear what you all think. As always, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Search the bullpen cart wherever you get your pods. Follow us on Twitter. ThunderBLG is the handle there. Thunderblog Sports on Instagram. But enjoy the episode. Enjoy the run-up to the All-Star break. Here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of the Bullpen Cart Podcast, presented by Thunderblogsports.com, the namesake of the Bullpen Cart Podcast feed. We are back! It's been a couple weeks since I've had anybody on the show with me. A couple weeks ago, I did my episode about how I cleansed the Phillies' bullpen. They're fresh off a loss to the Atlanta Braves, so we can talk about that. But returning to the baseball side of things, because we've been doing a lot of hockey talk. But the prophet himself is back. He's got some hot takes. Mr. Greg Piatelli, how are you? You know, Jordy, it's been one of those one of those years. Um, everything seems to be up is down, left is right. The Red Sox are the best team in the world, and then they play the AL East, and they're the worst team in the world. And that's including when they play the Orioles. You know, I, just, I just wish... Uh, I just wish I knew if I was in or out. You know what I mean? None of this. I feel like, I feel like, uh, without, for lack of a better word, I feel like you, you know, living on the edge. Just when they thought I was out, they pulled me back in. That's what I'm saying. Sorry. Um, no, honestly, it's, um, you know, for a little reference here, but the Red Sox, the Boston Red Sox, uh, <laughs> are. 7 and 16 versus the AL East. Are you ready for this, Jordy? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. They have they have 16 losses versus the rest of everyone else in baseball. 17. Every other team in 17. Every every other team in baseball. They're 42 and 33. 33 minus 16 is 17, Greg. But still, Fair point. Every other team in baseball. Well, they're about to lose tonight, but that's what I was counting. Anyway, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? You have... Anyway. Um, so, it's just proof that the uh, AL East is the best division in baseball. Um, that wasn't what you asked, but I figure let's just jump right into it because... We well, right now, right now, your prediction of... Let's, let's, four let's AL East teams. Time. Four AL East teams are currently in the playoffs right now, Greg. Yeah, because it's literally the best division. If you, if you, I mean, it's proof is in the pudding. The Red Sox and the Tampa Bay Rays are the fourth place team, and they have forty wins. The, like, what are we talking about here? They have more wins than all but two teams in the AL East, or in the American League, and they're in fourth place in the AL East. 
It's just wild. Are you kidding me? It is crazy. It's absolutely absurd. I ca- I called it. I called it then. I still believe it now. I mean, this team is just. I mean, th- this division. They were gonna. It's just absurd. They're gonna be up on everyone. Anyway, um, it is wild. They've only played. This is their twenty fourth game. They're playing right now. They're tied against the Blue Jays a half a game back. But it is absolutely absurd. They have only played twenty three games against the division. So, yeah, know. and they're and they're they're gonna get swept by the Blue Jays. First of all, in Toronto, which anyone who's a fan of this podcast knows, Jordy, what do we always say about the Red Sox and Yankees going to Toronto? Can't win up there. Can't win up there, especially now with COVID and half the team doesn't travel with them. Well, yeah, the Phillies are about to go in two weeks, and we're going to find out who is and is not vaccinated. It's a, a big talking point. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. There's two two to three major key pieces right now with the Red Sox, including their closer. Uh, oh, I wonder what that's yeah, uh, who who haven't been up there anyway? Um, so that hurts. But t- put throw COVID into being hard to win in Toronto, and then uh, you know this ALE thing is really it's really concerning because they're they started out versus the ALE, and that's why they were so bad. And last they even lost the Orioles. That's why they're in last place in their division. And then guess what? They went away. They played all these other teams outside of the ALE dug themselves back up third place actually they were in second before last night and they blew that now they're half a game out they're about to three three in the bottom of ninth they're probably gonna lose this one you know stay in third place and then quick little series versus the cubs probably sweep the cubs come back and play toronto or uh, tampa and then the yankees and it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a shit show in terms of uh the AL East and the Red Sox ability to beat the AL East teams. They need to figure something out. What else they need to figure out? What else? I'm frustrated. They play Tampa, the Yankees, Tampa, and the Yankees. With, you know, after this, after, okay, so like I said, finish this game in Toronto by the time people listen, that game will be over. Three quick games against the Cubs. Again, they'll probably sweep just because it's not an AL East team, if not two out of three. Then they have Tampa, New York, Tampa, New York. And then the All-Star break. And guess what, Jordy? That is an absurd amount of games versus the AL East, and I'm very concerned already. So, I mean, that was the Phillies' day. They played the Mets like four times in a month, <laughs> and they sucked against them. Maybe it was three times, but they sucked. The, the Phillies are in a similar the mode. They good, played a so. lot of games. Yeah, the Mets are very good, as much as – I hate to admit. Um, although I did say in the AL East or the NL East preview, because I thought the Scherzer injury was worse, but he is hurt again. That I thought if the, if both him and Degrom were healthy, I thought they were going to win the division, and they're winning it by a landslide. You would know it by looking at how the Phillies played the Braves the last two nights, but the, and the fact the Mets have lost two games to the Astros, but the Phillies are under five hundred against the the NL East. At least they're tw- at least they have twelve wins though. Twelve and seventeen is respectable. Twelve and eighteen because they lost tonight. Twelve and eighteen. All right, twelve and eighteen is respectable. The Marlins the are eighteen Sox- and fourteen, and they the can't Sox fucking seven wins against the Phillies. Uh, I'll say this: the Phillies make the playoffs. They're beating anyone in the West. Look at that record versus the West. Oh Sheesh. yeah. Oh yeah. So there's a a system that I follow for betting in baseball. That's basically in a four game series, you take like a home favorite. And this is bad. This is like a month ago. The Phillies went to Dodger Stadium. You're like, oh man, this is gonna be. A t- they're sucking in May, and 
the Phillies win the first three games. And the idea, it's like blackjack, you just double your bet every time. The Phillies were about to complete a away four-game sweep, which would have cost me a lot of money. I would have gladly paid it for the Phillies to have a four-game sweep against the Dodgers. But then the Phillies bullpen blew it, as as they do. And I won some money, <laughs> begrudgingly. But they won yeah. the series. And then they as go out. Does. Then they go out to San Diego this past weekend, to your point, and they take three or four there, which is insane. And now they come home against the Braves, and they can't beat them. And they their offense is really falling apart. And it hasn't been good on nights that Bryce Harper had off, and I broke his thumb. And it's, I mean, we can start there. Bryce Harper's thumb is broken. Apparently the surgery went well today. So he's looking at an August return time frame. But Jesus, I mean, it's been a weird run at it because the pitching's been all over the board. Although the bullpen's been better. And, and at times they're rough innings from the starting pitching. And then they settle in or whatever. But the offense can't hit. When, when it's slow, it's just tough. And we're having this insane run from Kyle Schwarber this month. I talked about it in the solo pod I did earlier of that Kyle Schwarber in June is incredible. It's March, April, May, Schwarber, July, August, September, October. That's the baseball season. And he had a home run again last night. It was awesome. You know, just a nice little home run. But they, they're, they've been good with runners in scoring position. And the last couple nights, they just can't hit with runners in scoring position. They had this most insane double play where they thought maybe the ball got trapped. So Reese Hoskins ended up running from first to second. And it like we were sitting it we were at the game and we were sitting along the right field line in the second deck, and you could tell he caught it. And Kyle Schwarber tagged up, and they were trying to call a triple play, and then the Phillies appeal the call on the field was a triple play. And the Phillies had to appeal it and it ended up being a double play. But it was stupid, and they just can't fucking do anything. Well, they can, but ah, the fact that now like Aaron Nola's pitching tomorrow, and Aaron Nola's had a really good year. This is like way back when we were talking about the Phillies in 2018, when we were still calling Reese Hoskins Rice. Um, actually, at that point, because he came up in 2017, we might have re- realized his name. Newer listeners won't get that joke, but we for a while we didn't. We were mispronouncing Reese Hoskins' name terribly. Um, but like we- we're getting to. I was. I was calling him Rice. I was calling him Rice Aroni. Um, classic me. I, I, I do remember you saying that. Rice Aroni. However, however, but however. we're getting this here. I'm getting off the point. Aaron Nola, we're getting a really good season out of him, and he's four and five. Like, and he's, we've had some really good starts, and even when Bryce Harper was healthy, like, this is, like, one of, like, the peak example of it is remembered because of the Kyle Schwarber blow up at Angel Hernandez on Sunday Night Baseball, but it's the same thing of, like, for whatever reason, they don't give Aaron run Aaron Nola run support. And it's, and now like you had a decent start from, from Zach Wheeler last night where he let up a bunch of home runs in the start of the game and the Phillies rallied and tied it and then blew the game. And Oh my God, it's just tough. Greg, I understand your pain. Do you wish you had Nick Pavetta right now? Oh, you knew I loved Nick Pavetta. I loved Nick Pavetta. And who did they, they got what? They got Brandon Workman for him. Who then went back to the Red Sox, right? Well, that's the yeah. Well, yes, yeah. Um, listen to me. You don't understand my pain because the Red Sox are the best team in baseball when they're not playing the AL East. I mean, they are. Checks notes. The best team in baseball when they're not playing the AL East. So, You're Greg, right. They're, they're, Greg, they're. If they lose tonight, they will be ten games under five hundred against the division, 
which would make them did the Yankees win or would make them are the Yankees still playing? Do they play today? The Yankees won, so they would be now fourteen games back of the Yankees. That's even if you know you make that a you know, you flip the record, that's still four games back. So are they the best team in baseball? Well, no, because if you flip that record, then you're taking wins away from the Yankees. That's so a fair yes. point. That's a fair yes. point. Yes, they are. They are the best team in baseball. Um, again, does it kill you, Aaron Judge, is having like an incredible first half of the season? So I'm so glad you brought this up because I really want to talk about this. <laughs> I'm excited where this is going. I really want to talk about <laughs> I this. Already, I'm already excited. I really want to talk about this. Is is now the time to talk about it? Uh, or do just want to go off. The, go off. Do we want to? No, no, there's not going off. Do we want to continue the Red Sox and the no, no, Red Sox? Or I, now the no, no, no. Go off, please. Listen, I, I am not. I'm not here to be controversial. I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely, I want someone to beat 61 home runs. Okay. I really do. Like I. Man, even if I really, even if like Mike Trout last year had like thirty at the All Star break, something ridiculous, right? I don't know if it was thirty, but yeah, it was before he got hurt. I wanted. I. I would rather have Mike Trout break that record than Aaron Judge. I don't think there's anyone in this. I don't. <laughs> I don't think there's, and everyone who listens to this podcast knows how how much I I how strongly I feel about uh, Mike Trout. <laughs> but, dude, if Aaron Judge, and again, I want someone to break this record so badly, 62, whatever. I want someone to break this record so badly. The record is 73. I understand. Bonds. But yeah. the the record of, because people don't count that, which is bullshit, but, you know, you and I count it because we're, we're, we actually like baseball. People don't count it. Especially Yankee fans, because they're insufferable, as you and I know very too well. Uh, however, if Aaron Judge is the one to break that number, I swear, I swear, I <laughs> I may lose it. I may <laughs> mentally lose it because he decides I'm only going to play well in a contract year. And you know what's funny, Jordy? All the articles and speculations basically are saying if the Yankees don't sign them, the teams that have money, Red Sox, Phillies, Dodgers, those are those are the teams who are going to sign them. And I'm like, there, there is zero chance. The Red Sox sign him, zero chance that I support. Zero chance. Zero chance I go to a game. Zero chance I pay money for them. Zero chance I support them if they sign Aaron Judge. You wouldn't go there to buy not... some Dells? Holy. I would go to the store. I would go to the Dell store up in, in Arlington, Mass, uh-huh, right near go. right Shout near out. Boston. Yes, right near Boston to buy it. However, I uh, golly, Jordy, nothing nothing in me more wants someone to break that fucking fat piece of shit Babe Ruth record and Roger Maris sixty one greatest movie of all time sports movie not it greatest movie, movie of all time but it is a great unbelievable sports movie. sports movie unbelievable sports movie underrated I uh, loved it. That nothing more wants me to someone to break that record because I know Barry Bonds broke it and people didn't count it because they're douchebags. But it, if it had to be a Yankee to break the record, I would 
the last Yankee I'd want, the last person in all of baseball I'd want. I want Trout to break it before Judge. That's how that's how bad this is. But at the same time, am I secretly rooting for him to keep crushing the ball? Am I secretly rooting for him to be at 35 home runs by the All-Star break? I mean, he's playing the Red Sox pitching in tiny Red Sox, a, a tiny Fenway and then tiny New Yankee Stadium. He's got a, a, unreal competition before the, before the All-Star break. He's at, what, 30 home runs right now? 29 uh, home runs? 28. Unless you hit one I wanted, tonight. I want him to be at 35 by the end of the freaking – but I want him, no, I think he's at 29. Anyway, I, I want him to be at 35 by the All-Star break, and then he'll be on pace to beat it. But, oh, my God, if anyone but him would do it. And, so, and, it's, and again, it's a contract here. That's the only reason why he's doing well. He's overrated. He's always been overrated. Guess what? When you have Rizzo batting ahead of you and you have John Carlo behind you, you're going to get balls. You're going to get fastballs. You're going to get pitches to hit. Why, Jordy? Because he's got unbelievable Rizzo. He's got Stanton, who Matt, who everyone's afraid of more than 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 Judge, so rant or not, I don't know what you're looking for, but this this home run record chase, I'd love your opinion. Since again, you and I are, I feel like pretty similar. There's baseball truists, if you will, purists, and believe and believe that Barry Bonds' record is real. Oh yeah. At the same time, at the same time, very much want anyone to break this 62 mark. Well, I'd love to see this. I'd love to see 62 get broken because of. Look, and I agree with you. Barry Bonds not being in the Hall of Fame is a shame. It's terrible. All the steroid guys, like, it's the reason why we watch baseball, right? Like, long gone summer, we talked about it on this podcast when the 30 for 30 came out. Like, it's all great. Like, all those guys are the reason why baseball fucking came back after the 94 strike. But then, to your point about 61-62, yes, I want to see somebody do it again because of a, the fact that, like, baseball's talked about the ball is dead and all that. And, like, they've cracked down so much on people that are using PEDs. And we've seen dudes that still get caught using it and they're suspended for half a season or, you know, 100 games. You know, all the different things we've seen, even the last year. Um, so it would be awesome just to see it with, in this era of, like, so scrutinized of, are people, you know, taking steroids and all that kind of stuff? No. At least you assume not. But it would be great to see. I mean, he's hit 50 before. So we that was in 2017 when he had, like, a, he was on a similar pace in that season when uh, he ended up, like, killing it in the in the Homer Derby and all that. So it would be really cool to see. And it would be cool to see anybody do it. I mean, Trout's at 23. Jordan Alvarez at 23 as well. Schwarber's up there. Pete Alonso's up. Pete Alonso on the Mets. I mean, to give the Mets some credit, Alonso just. I would, I would love Schwarber. Oh, my God. Nothing would make me happier than Schwarber doing, especially because Schwarber belongs in Boston. Like he should be. He, it's a shame they didn't. They couldn't reach a deal. He belongs in Boston, but they have too many DHs and blah blah blah. But oh, you want to talk about too many DHs? The Phillies. Imagine. Imagine. Uh, I mean, Mike Trout it literally has Rizzo ahead of him with twenty home runs, standing behind him at nineteen home runs. I mean, this. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's, he's getting he's get okay he plays in he plays in the minor league ballpark that was actually filled up his minor league ballpark whoa he plays in the second smallest ballpark in baseball no whoa i was about to say to you have you appreciated <laughs> when i send you the the would it the, i think it's would it dong is the twitter account and when it gets posted on instagram of how many how many ballparks would it be a home run in and that judge is like a i don't know how many 
but there are a few that I've sent to you in our group chat that we have with Mark of Aaron Judge home runs that are one out of 30. And it's only Yankee Stadium that he's hit home runs. Only Yankee Stadium. Only yeah. Yankee Stadium. And, and again, nothing, nothing. I want nothing more than someone to beat that bullshit 61-62 record again. Well, it's not the record, but it's a mark. Right. The mark, whatever. Because, I mean, right, like, obviously Sosa did it, obviously. McGuire did it and Bonds, Bonds did and, it a billion times. McGuire else did it did a it. bunch of times. McGuire did it like yeah. two or three times. Um, someone else did it too, but this I just want someone to do it again. And I fucking Mike Trout. He hits he hits these home runs that and everywhere else, every, like you said, everywhere else is, is not a home run. And he goes to this this tiny little stadium that he plays in, you know, and then he goes to Fenway, which has this great big monster. But guess what? He, all he has to do is ooh. All he has to do is hit a high over this monster, and and whatever. It, is he's the just he's coming just, back to Fenway at any point. I need a. I know Berman doesn't do the the home run derby anymore, but we need him. We need a Fenway home run derby so we can have the. He hit it over ninety five again, like in nineteen eighty nine. So insider baseball. Ooh. There's a milestone coming up with like Major League Baseball. Like X amount of years, whatever, uh, and that is when the Red Sox are bidding to get that one. Okay, what year is I it? I forget. Yeah, I forget what year. It's pretty far out there. It's it's not for a while, but I mean, they announced the uh, Phillies hosting it in 2026 and like 2018 or something like that. It wouldn't be crazy. Yeah, it's pretty far out there. Um, but there's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's got to be some. It's, it's like it's like one of those milestone numbers, like when they hosted '99. Um, whatever. Anyway, yeah, they're to... they're trying to. Ah, okay. I'm trying to see if there's a if there is a list of future venues. Here we go. L- list of major league all star game venues. Um, the only ones that are announced. Yeah, the only ones that are announced is Seattle next year, which that'll be cool. And then nothing, 2024 and 25 haven't been announced, and then Philly in 2026, which we're probably getting. I don't know if they've announced MLB or NBA, but I'm pretty sure that the Flyers have made like a formal. We want 2026 for the NHL All Star Game. Well, 2026. That's the 150, right? Uh, 250, Greg. Two. No. Well, sorry. 150 for baseball. No, no, no. Baseball did the 150 during. Uh, I think it was during COVID, wasn't it? Or is that or 2018? I thought, I thought Major League Baseball wasn't... I thought it was... It's not Major League Baseball, but it's like professional baseball because I don't think Major League Baseball technically existed until like the 1920s. 18, I just Googled it. It says 1876. Oh. There was some... Or maybe... No, it was the 150th of when um, like the Reds were founded or something of the National League. So like a professional... There was like an MLB 150 patch that was like on the jerseys. It was on the bases like a couple of years uh, ago. It says 1876 is when it was founded and doing yeah. some quick math. That is, that is 150. Doing some Jordy Savant years. 2026 is 150. So yeah. good for like, them. 2020, for Philadelphia 2026 is the whatever bicentennial and a half is. Yeah, by and a half cool. centennial of America. Did, did the Phillies get the uh, World Cup? 
Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be the link. Sorry, the link. The, the link, link on whatever. the World Cup, which is there was so much funny discourse on like, so Philly, Gillette, but... Philly sport. Yeah, it's like Gillette, Philly, Chicago. Anyway, sorry. Like, LA got it. I think San Francisco got San Francisco definitely the uh, the uh, 49ers stadium. But there was funny discourse about Philly getting the World Cup of like Philadelphia is going to cause is going to have some like huge feud with like Poland or something after the World Cup. <laughs> we're going to boo the shit out of some random country in Europe. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Probably throw batteries at them. <laughs> no batteries unless it, unless they refuse to come here and then you know go to the Cardinals and then become a Red Sox legend. That's the that's the only way you get batteries thrown at you. Or if you're Santa Claus there. No, the Santa Claus kid. That was a drunk kid. Santa Claus was a, little, a drunk kid. Or, or if you're a little kid who is wearing a Mets hat at a Phillies game and you're getting cussed out by a 58 year old. I that. I mean. <laughs> anyway. We, well, at least anyway. give him the home run ball. You know. Anyway, real like where the so, Mets so, though? So, it's they, so, so no no time out time out yeah. Where where do you where do you land on Judge? Where where do you land? I don't hate him. I'm not a I'm not a Red Sox fan. I understand why you do. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say you're a Yankee fan, but I'm not a Yankee. Whoa, I need whoa whoa, whoa 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 whoa. I was sympathetic towards them in 2019 because it was only fitting after my dad died if they won, just like how Tiger won the Masters when he and I had a, my dad and I had a bet, and Tiger won the Master the that Tiger would never win a major again, and Tiger won the first major after my dad died. I was like, all right, my dad's like he's doing some shit wherever he is. He's doing some shit. It'd be fitting if the Yankees won in 2019, but he only gave he only gave us Tiger. So you're welcome. So, but like, let's talk real quick. How do you feel about Judge's pace right now, and the fact that he hits home runs in a minor league ballpark? I don't ballpark is a ballpark. You know, you can't control. Uh, that. I forgot. I forgot your. I, it's That's so the hard best part about baseball. You also, it's so hard talking to you because you play in a you play in a tiny ballpark too. So I, yeah, I forgot. Not you, but the Phillies do. Anyway, sorry. Keep going. Try hitting I, a home judge. run. Try hitting a home run to left field or to left center. Me, I, I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't even hit a home run in little league. I could, let alone a major league baseball. Oh, a minor league baseball park. Hey, you were a lacrosse all star. This is. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever if ever shed light on that, but you were a lacrosse all star. Um, Anyways. But no, if he so what he's played seventy three games, and if he gets did he hit? So you're saying he hit a twenty ninth tonight because Yahoo probably hasn't updated the stats then. So if it's twenty nine seventy four games, yeah, he need to pick it up a little bit to hit sixty three. He'd need to be at you know thirty two by the eighty one game mark. And I don't know if he. I'd assume he's played every game. Uh, quick math. Yankees have played seventy six games. So he's played almost every game. I mean, that that's the one thing, right? If, like, do you want – if you're a Yankee fan and he's hitting home runs at this enormous pace, you have this incredible record, you have a 13-game lead on the division, and you lock that shit up, you lock in having a bye because of how the baseball playoffs work now, you're a top-two seed. Like, are you hoping that he cools it down a little bit in September? Like, it's not 40 men – that's on the roster in September, so he's probably got to play a little more. But in the last week of the season, or you think, like, you obviously want him to go for the record, but also, you know, playoffs are coming up. Do you want you know, do you want him to slow down? Maybe, you know, I don't know. Do you want him to get some rest? 
and not have to fucking, you know, overswing and try to go for this record. You know, flags fly forever. The record's cool, or at least hitting 60's cool. But, you know, championship, what? Greg, how many rings do they always talk about? What is it, 27? Um, it's like the only thing Yankee fans ever say. Listen. That wasn't a dig. I, I was trying to make fun I of don't, Yankee fans. I don't, I don't, I don't think... I, I mean, we know Aaron Boone. He's a, he's a scumbag. He, he, he is... <laughs> He is one thousand percent, one thousand percent going to be trying to get trout or uh, judge this record. Thousand percent. Anyway, um, all right. So you sound, sounds like you're in. Sounds like it sounds like you want him to do it. I I want someone to do it. Greg, we were we've been notably rooting for crazy things to happen in baseball season. Remember Rays watch 2018 or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. And then we got what we wished for and the Rays became this juggernaut. We, we were, we're going to speak this. We're going to speak this into John, existence. We were on John Carlo watch in when he was still with the Marlins when he had 58 or 59. Home oh, runs. Yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, right before he left it. Well, he sucked ever since he joined the Yankees, but still like you're right. We've, we've, We've been on this train for a while. That's yeah, how, that's we, how old this pod is. Yeah, we've wanted some crazy shit to go down in in baseball season, specifically so. the home run stuff. But I'm still. all I'm all about cra- like I want a 300 strikeout guy again, which I don't know if we'll ever get with pitch counts and all that shit. Um, and I'm saying that, and I feel like somebody did it a couple years ago, but um, 300 strikeouts. But yeah, I want all the crazy shit. Like I want cool stats. I want all of that to. You know to pop up, and I want all. You know, I want any. I want anything cool. I want something to talk about on a podcast, and I want to have a watch so we have content out of it. So we at least have. Imagine, like, imagine, imagine having twenty nine home runs, Jordy, but only having fifty nine RBIs. That's insane. That's Bryce Harper type shit. Last it's year, when Bryce Harper's hitting like solo shots. Yeah, and that's why he won the MVP. It's, it's because they're like yeah, Bryce Harper's playing to an MVP caliber, but the rest of the team around him can't get on base so we're gonna because oh. fernando tatis is hurt we're gonna give him the fucking mvp well it's aaron judge he's, and aaron judge he doesn't have the excuse but it's just selfish it's just selfish baseball it's just a selfish guy um so let's talk about the rest of the of the baseball world outside of the red sox and yankees real quick let's buzz through some of these things um uh, justin verlander had three, justin verlander had 300 strikeouts in 2019 i just looked it up yeah, so it, it happened like a couple years a ago thing. Yeah, let's yeah. buzz around let's buzz around the rest of the American but League. But I want that all the time. Um, yeah, so the rest are you of the su- league. Are you, surpri- are you surprised American League West? Obviously, Houston's in first. Not surprised there. Are you surprised Texas is in second? Um, yeah, so that's a more recent thing, right? Because the Angels stunk for a while with all the Joe Madden stuff. Um, am I surprised by it? Not totally. Their offense is really good. Garcia's having an incredible season and is, you know, they're hitting home runs. We thought they could possibly do that going into the season. Seattle's kind of underperforming, although they're playing well as of late, but like the angels stunk for a while and we talked about it off air, but the Shohei Otani did something that hasn't been done since like, you know, three finger Johnson in 1946 and Mike Trout hit three home runs and the angels still lost 14 to three. You know, I mean, I think we're now starting to get, you know, what, what we have, what we probably feared out of the Angels at the start of the year when people were really excited, they got Noah Syndergaard and everything. You know, we're kind of getting what we're kind of getting what we thought out of the Angels. 
So Texas being in, in second and two games under 500 is very exciting because this is a team that, like, they brought in Corey Seager. They had Garcia. They had Lowe. And, like, guys that, like, can hit the ball really well. It's just a question of their pitching. And their pitching has really lived up or not lived – has exceeded any sort of expectations I certainly would have had out of them. So it's – I am surprised to answer your question, but it's – you know, it's a good surprise. Yeah, I, I also am surprised. I feel like I had them – last uh, I did better and different no, you, and you definitely had the A's last you weren't on for that episode but you would have definitely had the A's last they spent zero dollars in free agency they are not trying to win baseball games yeah um well, I think it's more of um I guess my point is I mean they're tied for a second right now but still regardless um I think it's 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 uh I I'm, I'm a little surprised uh buzz over the central here I mean, wait hold on before we move on from the west did you see that the A's, Major League Baseball, came out and said the A's, if they were to relocate, because they have all these problems of trying to get a new stadium in Oakland, they don't have to pay a relocation fee like the Raiders had to when they moved to Las Vegas? Wow. Good for them. That's kind of incredible. Where do you think they're going? Well, now the, now the A's to Vegas rumors are swirling, and Rob Manfred also apparently came out and said he wants to expand to 32 teams which would be, which there's been talk about it on like the athletic and stuff I've seen, especially because like Seattle came to the NHL, obviously Vegas and hockey did very well. So like there's been talk about that. Like there's been like articles written, but no like serious talk about it. And, and that'd be pretty wild to see. I mean, I feel like Vegas is like a layup for the, the NBA and, the, and Major League Baseball because the Knights have done really well. I'm sure we'll hear in a couple of years how, even if they're not on field success, but how much money... I mean, Baseball's already a diluted product. I feel like we don't need that. I don't, you, I, you could have easily said that about the NHL. And it, yeah, are. I agree. Yeah. I agree, one hundred percent. The NHL and and look at all the teams that struggled this year to fill stadiums. Well, there's still a pandemic going on. So, oh, geez, Louise, this guy. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That, that was what, an actual. Dirty, that was an Jordy, actual, sometimes, Greg, that was an actual quote from Flyers ownership about why they weren't selling the games out. When the Flyers stunk, they had the almost were the third worst team in the NHL, and they blamed the pandemic. Not the team sucking, but they blamed the pandemic. Sometimes that's on brand. Sometimes you're <laughs> ready when you're right, you're right. Sometimes when you're right, you're right. Um I mean I think the saddest thing in the Elite West is uh, poor Joe Madden. Guy gets a mohawk, walks oh, yeah. in with a mohawk, to, to, and gets fired. Yeah. I mean, the Red Sox were in town when it happened, and and the Red Sox blew them out. Can we talk about how the so, Phillies got both managers named Joe fired in the same week? I'm I'm so angry at the Phillies not keeping Gabe the Babe around that I can't even entertain that story. Uh, that we've talked about this many times, but yes, yeah, so it was Matt Clintac. He and still Dombrowski, like the bullpen's been better, but they. I love that. They I love that Dave Dombrowski is your go-to because he just depleted the Red Sox like farm system. But you got a World and Series. You got a World Series out did, of it. They did get a World Series, but Heimblum has had to rebuild and like the, and, some of these contracts. Some of these contracts. They're and in you're poor, currently like, in a playoff spot, so it's okay. Chris, Chris, Chris Sale. Sure, he won a World Series, but and then Nate of all, I mean that that contract he gave, say uh, whatever. Anyway, there's no salary cap um, in baseball, so it's okay. Anyway, yeah, the the you're right. The Joe Madden story is 
very funny. It's very unfortunate for him, but I don't know that. Like we've seen that right out of him with Tampa, he kind of wore out his welcome with the with the Cubs. It kind of you know it kind of fizzled out at the end there of like he kind of lost the, the clubhouse and I don't know. Probably the same thing happened there. Yeah, I think it's more of Philly doesn't need a quirky manager that does like all this weird stuff. They need a hard angels. Sorry, uh, I thought you were talking about Girardi, but. Uh, yeah, Joe Madden, I'm surprised by that. I figured, you're right, I, I feel like they would have liked him. Um, I feel like but he would have fit in LA. It's probably LA a similar nicely. thing of the GM just, like, it's never really set up the the superstars around them to, like, really be that great. Like, they had Pujols forever on a mega contract. Uh, they have Anthony Rendon, who's hurt on a mega, on a big contract. Like, it's they tough. Had, like, they had... They had a couple. They had Weaver for a while, right? They had they, some we, pitching. They had Garrett Richards. But they had some yeah, good they pitching. Had, they had some pitching for a big amount of time. Anyway, um, uh, popping over the Central, Jordy, the Guardians in the second, ahead of the White Sox. I mean, I know the White Sox have had their struggles, but I think the, the White Sox is a bigger talking point. I mean, the Guardians, like this, is a similar thing of like when we did the Central preview, like people like. I was down on the Guardians, kind of forgetting, like, oh, they have really good pitching. And they do. And their pitching has been excellent. And it's and certainly even, like, the not big names have been really good for them. Like, Tristan McKenzie's taken a step forward, and that's really good. Jose Ramirez is just on – I mean, guy took – guy got a, a huge deal and is just crushing the ball and is still one of the best third basemen in the game and is playing really great. And it's good, you know, good for Cleveland that they're figuring it out. I mean, they're not scoring a ton of runs despite Ramirez playing great, but their pitching has been excellent. And I think with the White Sox, they've had a ton of injuries with starters, with bullpen guys, and their offense has also had its injury problems. And, you know, they're three games under five they They're not out of it, certainly. You know, I think the biggest story, though, is probably the Twins. I did not think the Twins were going to live up to any sort of hype when they made all these different deals. And they are. They're living up to that. And Byron Buxton has stayed healthy and is the biggest reason for that. Talk about a team that year in and year out, like, consistently is in the hunt for the playoffs or makes the playoffs, and no one ever talks about them from the oh, start yeah. to finish. That's a very like, good point. They they never get talked about, and they're always in the hunt, or or they're in it. Like, granted, they lose in the first round, but it's just wild to me. Like, they don't just lose in the first long? round; they don't win a game. They haven't won a playoff game <laughs> since like two thousand two. Okay, but like, fair. They're the Toronto but, like, Maple Leafs of baseball. One could argue they're the the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, all right. There you go. You know, you know how to put a smile you. on my face. There it is. I threw a, threw a bone for you. One could argue. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's kind of, I mean, good for them. Uh, you're right. There's a lot of baseball left. The White Sox are turning around. They've had some injuries with their pitching. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez sort of left the team for an undisclosed thing, and I'm not sure if it ever came out what it was, but um, it was kind of random out of nowhere. So, you know, like you said, hopefully their starting pitching turns around. But their offense, well, which we healthy. thought was, yeah, fair. But their offense, which we thought was going to be good, it just is not. So. Yeah, Someone's I mean, gotta... they're just not converting. Like they're getting on right. base and they're just not converting it. They're not they're not hitting home runs, which you know is a major part of today's game. And they're just not they're not getting guys around. I mean, they have five guys batting 
close to 300. I mean, one, you know, Sebi Zavala, is that how you pronounce his name? He's only played 13 games, but still, Jose Abreu's batting two thir- uh, 273. Like, and, you know, they, they only have two, they have three guys with more than 30 ribbies. Like, you know, they're just, they're just not getting it done. I mean, Tim Anderson has been, has had his injury problems. Joanna Mikata's had his problems. We've had all sorts of guys, like these big names, that just can't stay healthy and in the lineup. And Luis Robert is having a decent season. He only has eight homers. You'd probably expect more out of him. But there's really, a, you know, it's been kind of boomer bust, and it's been a big bust for him right now. You're right. Their offense needs to pick it up. Yeah, and that, that, that definitely is surprising to me. Um, are we surprised that the Orioles are threatening a playoff spot? I am. I mean, they've caught up all the young guys, and they are all playing for their absolute lives. So good for them on that part. Their pitching does still suck. So that's, you know, threatening is <laughs> is being very generous to it. But they're like the young guys in their offense, Roshman's been awesome. And they they caught up um, like their number two prospect last week, who I think has been started off decent. I want to say he has they, at least at least it was they, big news. They beat up on the Red Sox, so yeah. I mean, do we think the changes to Camden Yards have really helped them? Clearly not. They've let up th- uh, hundred uh, three hundred forty runs, which isn't the worst in the American League, but it's bottom five. I mean, five. you're talking you're talking about a team that you're talking about a team that literally has. At this point in the season, at this point in the season, they've been they've been out of it ten times over, and now you're sitting here and you're like, oh, they're they're six games out of a playoff spot right now, which yeah. is like pretty fucking close. Well, going back on the White Sox, they took three of four in Chicago. The the A's or the Orioles did last week, which uh, yeah. was a part of the system, and thankfully the White Sox won that fourth game. Otherwise, that would have been embarrassing. They'd be in St. Louis Cardinals territory because the Cardinals did that last year, and I hate them more than I've ever hated the Cardinals. <laughs> so and, anyway, I, yeah, that's surprising to me. I'm I'm a little surprised by the Orioles, um, but at the same time, it's uh, Cleveland probably a bigger shocker. But I don't know that they can withstand or withstand. Sustained. I don't know if they can hold up. No, I don't know if they can hold off the White Sox. Is what I was trying to say, um, I was going to say like the pressure. We're staying the pressure of the White Sox, but the White Sox really aren't threatening. I mean, they are. They aren't. Anyway, um, zipping over to the National League, Jordy, as I use zip for the fifteenth time tonight, which is weird. We'll 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 save the East for last. Let's well, start Greg, out here's west a, here. Here's a feather in your cap about the, oh, the Guardians and White Sox. The White Sox have played nineteen games against the American League East. The Guardians have only played 13. There you go. I mean, the best division in baseball. And, and so it shows, go. look at the Guardians will be, will get a couple offers and right back Water up. Water will it. find anyway. its level, if you will. But yeah, National League. It. Good for you. NL West, the top three dogs are the top three dogs. Are we surprised that the Giants are falling off a little bit? I mean, San Diego, you have to be impressed with the fact they're holding pace with the Dodgers while being so injured. Yeah. I mean, this is what we've seen out of the, out of the Padres the last couple of years, right? Of like last year, they had all these injury problems. They had, I think they used like 10 different starting pitchers in the first half of the season. And 
I think they used like same thing in the in, in their offense. So they they played really well and then did not play well in the second half of the year. So it's still it remains to be seen. But the fact they're only a game back behind the Dodgers, who struggled a little bit, and then your guy Mookie Betts had an incredible run for a while, where like he what he had like ten home runs in two weeks or something, and now yeah, Freddie Freeman's. Now Freddie Freeman's turning it on. Like, it's, you know, the the, the machine Marcus, is starting Marcus, to move. He got hurt. Yeah, Marcus Lynn got yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah, Mookie Betts is, is now hurt. But, like, before before the injury, he was on a fucking tear. Yeah. And now Freddie Freeman's picking it up. And like because he's the best player in baseball. You're right. Your words. Um, but your, your question <laughs> about the Padres is what's so impressive about it is is you're right. There are injuries to it, but, like, the guys that are stepping up in the places of various injuries, notably Fernando Tatis, who was like hanging around during that Philly series, and like there's still no time frame, but he was like taking ground balls and shit. So like he might come back sooner rather than later. Manny Machado's hurt, your favorite player, um, and he he was having a really good year to start that. I mean, he's he's the same elk as as Chase Utley in terms of sliding cleats up. More, more notable career. than Chase Utley. More notable than Chase Utley. Well, Chase Utley's a scumbag. Um, anyway. Chase Utley is a folk hero. Manny Machado. How many rings <laughs> yeah, does Manny right. Machado have? Zero. How many How many, How many? many careers has uh, Manny Machado ended? How many careers has, has Chase Utley ended? All how right. many world fucking champion <laughs> iconic moments does Manny Machado have? You want to know what his most iconic moment in the World Series is? Striking out to Chris Sale when the Red Sox won the World Series. There you go. Chris Sale avenged Dustin Pedroia. So there you go. Use that. Bone, Use that. For- bone, bone thrown. Um, uh, are you, do you think this three-headed race stays the same at the end of the year? Do you think somehow one of these teams catches the Dodgers? Or, or is this sort of uh, the Dodgers to lose at this point? I mean, you can't. Also, why, well, why do the Dodgers have so many less games played than the Padres? I think they had a lot of rainouts. I know. Didn't they have a COVID problem too at one point? Interesting. Interesting. I, I feel like I'm making that up, but I think that was a thing. Um, to answer your question, if it's going to be a three-headed race, I mean, it would be more exciting if it was, right? Last year, the Giants-Dodgers chase down down the wire was so much fun to watch. So I again, we want to root for exciting shit. I'd love to see that and. I, I I think on that point, I don't think you can really count out the Giants just because of what they did a year ago. Now, like, Brandon Crawford's hurt, so that obviously sucks. But, like, they lost Longoria last year, and they brought in Chris Bryant. So, like, who knows what they could end up doing at the trade deadline and, like, trying to, you know, add pieces to, to continue to keep pace there. But, like, currently, you know, they're, they have 40 wins. They're in, they're in the wild card hunt. I mean – Really, what it comes say, down San, to San Francisco is not. So it's like you know they're not as good as the American League East, obviously, because you know they're not getting four teams in. But do do all three make the playoffs? Let's start there. You well, you're know right. What I mean? They're like, not. You're right. They're not technically because because St. Louis has been on such a tear, uh, or, yeah. and Milwaukee. Um, I'm going to say no because I I still just don't trust San Diego. It's we saw this a year ago, and then they fell off. And obviously, it's like the reverse, right? Tatis, in theory, should be back for the second half of the season in some capacity, whether that's 40 games, whether that's 70 games, whether that's 20 games. He'll be back in some capacity, so like he'll help down the stretch. But I still just don't trust it. Their pitching has been really great 
you know, I mean, Clevenger's been really good, but he also lost to the Phillies, so... You know, there's something there that's just a... You know, we were talking about how anemic the Phillies' offense can be, and they somehow beat him, so... I don't know. I'm, I'm really grasping at straws there, but... Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's Buzz just their note. offense has been really their, – their pitching has been really good. Their offense has been at a very good clip. But so is San Francisco's. And it's – you know, if we're thinking water's going to find its level, I think the Dodgers start to pull away. And we find this interesting – the wild card race is going to be really exciting regardless – I'm saying that regardless if the Phillies are in it or not. And I don't know. It really – like San Diego becomes that – the real asterisk on the do they get three teams in – and I'm going to say no. Awesome. I, I I feel like I have to agree. I mean, don't get out the Phillies, but, I mean, that New York and Atlanta feel like locks, you know? Uh, oh, yeah. Atlanta's going to win the no. – Atlanta's winning the, the East. Milwaukee and, Milwaukee and St. Louis also kind of feel like a lock. So, you're right. I think it is just 2-2-2, two, two and two, but – I feel like San Francisco could come out of nowhere and jump one of those teams, just a matter of which one. Um, you know, and that's a good segue for me. Unreal. I should be a professional. The Central, St. Louis has played a lot of home games, and their record is really good at home. Uh, with all these road games coming up and Milwaukee playing so well, does Milwaukee give up the lead in the Central? Does St. Louis catch them? I mean, I love the way Milwaukee. Well, St. Louis plays. had the lead for a little while because Milwaukee stunk for a no, couple. No, I'm saying from ago. here on out. I, I love the way Milwaukee plays. I mean, their pitching is not leave something to be desired, but their offense, the way they play, they're a fun team to watch. They're I fun. Mean, I mean, Hunt, Hunter Renfro, Hunter Renfro is unreal. Well, the thing with Milwaukee is they're the top part of their pitching staff is really, really, really good, and then the back half of the rotation, you're right, leaves something to be desired. Like, you're seeing Brandon Woodruff with a over four ERA and, like, guy won the Cy Young last – or, no, uh, no, Corbin Burns won the Cy Young last year. Excuse me. But Woodruff, like, you saw him last year pitch really well. Corbin Burns has been pretty good. And, like, it's going to be real – it's – you're right. There is something to be desired there. But also, the trade deadline, you could see them maybe going out, adding another arm. I mean, I feel like any team – like, we still have fucking – what's his name on the A's – who has not been moved yet. That's going to be one of the biggest names in talking points. Fucking, who am I thinking of? Save me, Greg. Um, but, you're, but like, to your point on the, the Milwaukee-St. Uh, Louis race, it's going to be probably one of the most exciting. Outside of the, the Braves and the Mets, it, like, those two races are probably going to be the races in baseball. And I know, like, we just talked about the, the NL West. I think the Dodgers... At some point, throw the afterburners on and just say, here you go to the rest of the division. Although we said that last year and the Giants won the division. So, what the fuck do Blackburn. I know? Blackburn? Talking about Blackburn? No, not Blackburn. Um, Montas. Montas, thank you. Um, yeah, Montas anyway. is going to – he's going to get traded because they're trading the, – everything must go in fucking Oakland. And then, who knows, maybe they move to fucking Las Vegas into the middle of the night and the band will keep playing. Another great 30 for 30. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. I, I I love your point, and you're right. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, Milwaukee is just too too much. They can turn around. They can sort of get these get the pieces, like you're saying at the deadline. But it's, it's a, I I just I just want like 
that image of CC pitching in that environment, in that stadium, you know, like that stuck with me for so long, you know, when they picked him up <laughs> at the deadline and how, how he like pitched on, I mean, he pitched on like three days rest and he, that, that place was <laughs> buzzing. That, about how that, ended. That, that place was buzzing. <laughs> that place was incredible. Throwing you bones left and right. This oh. podcast, you're welcome to all the listeners because uh, I'm uh, just giving you bones, Jordy. Left Look right. up anyway. Victorino, the 2008 NLDS for those that don't know what I'm talking about. I just love that. I, I want, you know what I mean? That you remember that image, that atmosphere was electric and I want it was awesome. I mean, you're exactly right of like the way that that season went when they picked him up and you're right. Like they were throwing him on like three days West to literally drag that team into the playoffs. They seemed unstoppable. And like yeah. they've had that for years now. Like we're like we're talking about something from 14 years ago, but even four years ago when they had the game 163 with the Cubs and they yes. almost made the World Series and like how electric that team was and like they're trying to recapture that. And... Uh, you're well. We're... Sorry, cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're fine. I mean, it it literally is though. Like this team, they smash the baseball, and it's not just the top of that with Adams and Renfro. Like, Rowdy Tellez is fun. They have all these different guys, and, like, you're just waiting and waiting for Christian Yelich to have a second half of the year like he did in that 2018 run when he won the M- the MVP award. And if they can continue to do that, that would be really fun. Having said that, St. Louis, their offense is also really good, and they don't get it done through well they get it done through the home run Paul Goldschmidt is having a very incredible season but like it's really Goldschmidt Arenado hitting home runs then everyone else just manufacturing runs and it's this is I mentioned not liking the Cardinals this is fucking mid-2000s Cardinals when they were winning the AL or the NL Central by like 30 games type of shit and they are in barely in first place right now so like Granted, their pitching wasn't what what it was like with the Chris Carpenter era, but Adam Wainwright looks like it's the fucking qu- the Chris Carpenter era, and Miles Mikolas, who is a fucking uh, you might have heard about this, he was a pitch away from the, from a no hitter, which I feel like was made the rounds all over the fucking place in terms of social media, in terms of mm-hmm. coverage, all that kind of stuff. But still, he's mm-hmm. having an incredible season. But then they got guys like Tommy Edmond, who's fucking crushing it left and right. I mean, Tyler O'Neill has been pretty good. Carlson's been pretty good. Like, their averages don't necessarily reflect so, but, like, they step up in clutch moments and get the job done. They manufacture runs, and this is St. Louis Cardinals baseball, and they just find these dudes. Like, they, aside from Goldschmidt and Arenado, all these guys are just dudes that they scout well, they bring them up, and they turn into superstars. And we have the whole Yachty, it's his final tour stuff. We have the Pujols' final tour, like all this, and it's just building to, you know, probably an NLDS loss from them because they've, I guess they've won two worlds. Oh, fuck, I just, I just talked myself into I, a hole. I, no, I honestly, honestly, honestly Jordy, but the same thing. David Freeze, there's some dude they fought, they found from the fucking streets of St. Louis who hit two of the most iconic home runs in World Series history. Like this is what this, this is what the Cardinals do, and it's crazy. Honestly, Jordy, since we've been talking. And since you know we've had this conversation now, I'm I'm going back and I'm saying Milwaukee falls off. The three teams in the West make it. 
St. Louis wins this division. I just, there's too many unknowns about Milwaukee. And, and like you said, unless they get super aggressive at the deadline, I don't know if they, they, they can withstand it, sustain it. <laughs> hey, oh. Um, and Yelich, I mean, you're right. He's going to have to have another monster season, an MVP type second half, like he had a couple of years ago. <sighs> okay, maybe I'm talking myself back and out of it that the, that they 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 hold pace and they hold off the Giants and they make it. But I think you're right. I think St. Louis ultimately wins this division. Yeah. Um, and you know, Pujols and Molina getting the the send off. Um, I think I think I think you're right. I think they do it. We, um, before we leave the central, because I think we're we kind of talked about the East before, so I don't know how much you want to spend on it. But can we institute O'Neill Cruz watch? <laughs> that guy is awesome. Yeah, he's great. He's good. He's good. He's really fucking good. Central Jordy. Without getting too deep into it, the Phillies, the Phillies, giving you hope here, of making the playoffs. Yeah, you know, the we talked about it a little bit at the start of the show of you know, there's hope, but Bryce Harper's hurt and the record with Bryce Harper in the lineup is a lot better than the record without him. I think they're now like 3 and 9 without Bryce Harper in the lineup. Maybe it's higher. They feel... won, they won that Sunday game, so maybe it's maybe it's like 4 and 8 or something, but it's How like, do you feel? How do you feel about Bryce Harper knowing he just broke his hand and giving Snell the, oh, it's okay, buddy. We're friends. You didn't mean to break my hand. How do you feel about that? As a as a Philly guy, as someone who, you know, they the Philly gets quoted as Philly Philly gets quoted as the scum of the earth. Assholes are assholes. How do you feel about Bryce Harper giving Snell a little a little uh oh no, you're okay. You didn't mean to break my hand patty cake high five. How do you feel about that? Well, so you're skipping over the part where Bryce Harper like yelled at him after he got hit in his right thumb and was yelling as he was coming off, being like, what the fuck? So that's why he apologized is because he was yelling like, what the fuck? You know, you can't be doing that and all this shit. So then he apologized later in the inning. That's the full thing that happened. But it's I, fine. I like my ver- I like my version of events better. So how do you feel? As a, well, as so a, it's funny that a... you put it that way to try to rile me up, but. There were all these people that took the clip of him yelling at Snell, all the Bryce Harper haters, because there's so many people that just don't like Bryce Harper and are like, oh, my God, a little baby yelling at him. And, like, don't want to reference the fact that he didn't apologize. And you know what? Fine. Good for you that you apologize. He owned up to making, you know, he yelled at a guy and he owned up to it. It's the same thing as Alec Bohm admitting that he said, I fucking hate this place. We love that kind of shit. We want you to be... We want you to be authentic and to own up to whatever you do. And he owned up to it. So good on Bryce Harper. Imagine imagine having a top three to five player in Major League Baseball and not liking him. Imagine that. Who doesn't – who are you referring to? You're, you're saying people don't like Bryce Harper. In no, 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 no. It's not, it's not Philly people. It's like Nationals fans that are still upset that he left. People – like general baseball fans that don't like Bryce Harper. I was going to say. No, no, no. Philadelphia, so... we love Bre- Bryce Harper does all the right things to ingratiate himself in Philadelphia. Of like, he does the fanatic shoes. He does all this different stuff. He's always flying around Philadelphia and taking pictures with his kids in front of the Ben Franklin Bridge and all this different shit. Bryce Harper can do 
basically no, and he won MVP. He can do basically no wrong here. All right, good to know. Um, all right, so so you're saying you're you're not you're okay with with the patty I, cake? That you're the Bryce first Harper... person I've heard make this take. All right, well, you're the first I think one. My t- I think, I think, Your version I think... of events, the Rashomon of Bryce Harper getting hit. I mean, can we talk about the Mets being the real deal uh, with the East this year? God I mean, fucking Steve, damn it, yeah. When I when I saw Stephen Geisenheimer, he said the Mets notorious for having terrible Junes. And they're so good. Although they and, won, they've lost two to the Astros. And we didn't even mention Greg. We didn't let you have I, your flowers. The Met, the Astros no hit the Yankees. The second time in sixty on. years, both of I mean, which have been against the Astros. It's hard. It's hard to hang on. Well, let's let's stick with this, and we'll right. go, we'll get into the Yankees. But I mean, Stephen Geisenheimer said the Mets are notorious for having miserable Junes, and what they do, Jordy, they went out and had a pretty decent June, maybe a five hundred, we'll say, if not a little hot one over, one or two over. Um, I would say that's a pretty good split, and I would argue that uh, this team's for real, and um, I would agree with you. I didn't want it to happen. I didn't want that to be true. They're, Scherzer's going to come back. DeGrom, DeGrom is going to come gonna, back. DeGrom's going to come back. And it's going to be nightmare. It's going to be a nightmare. They are a nightmare. They're a nightmare. Well, the crazy thing about the Mets, right, is they, obviously, Pete Alonso is on pace to have, he has 69 RBI right now. It's June 29th. As we record this for another 32 minutes, it's June 29th, and he has 69 RBIs. Nice. Uh, 42 minutes. Math guy here. Um, He holds the Mets single season record that he broke three years ago. Yeah, I think three years ago. His rookie year. Um, And Francisco Lindor is 56. And then it drops off a little bit in RBI numbers. But Starling Marte with 36, still pretty fucking good. And this team crushes the baseball. I think they have to add a bat. I think they have to add a bat. They could. They're not winning the World Series with this team. They're nine. Okay, they have 47 wins. They have literally, like statistically, they have a middle-of-the-road ERA, literally 15th in baseball. And they don't have... Barely had Max Scherzer. They're adding Jacob Degrom. What have we What have we talked about every single playoffs for the last five years? Is every single pitcher says these balls feel different than the regular season? Sure. The MLB wants blowouts. They want these high run games in the playoffs. And what team is built for that? Hmm. Not the fucking Mets. Regardless of pitching, regardless of this and that, you're talking but about still- the Yankees. You're talking you about have, the Yankees. You have You're Mark Hanna, who Sox. can go off at any time. You're who talking about only the Blue has Jays. six home runs, so like, okay, I get it. But he can't. You're right. The Yankees and Blue Jays are very well built for that. But You're talking who about else? The Braves, the Dodgers, more the, the Dodgers, Dodgers than the Braves, the Padres. Yeah, if they make it. Yeah, I mean, we j- we spent this whole podcast talking about how they are making it. Anyway. No, you said they're making it. I don't. Uh, the jury is out on it. <laughs> it is okay. still June. Last year in okay. June. They were very good, and then they fell apart. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I think they need another bat. If the Mets had a bat, it's fucking over. It's over. 
Well, for the NL, for National League, I don't know. I mean, no. Well, it's hard no, for me. Not the National League. It's over in the East. It's not over. The, the Dodgers have a lot to say about it. If it's over in the National yeah, League, yeah, the Dodgers. I mean, they don't have the pitching to match the Mets pitching, but still. Anyway, they probably do actually. Yeah, Whatever. They, they very anyway. much do. Um, a Gonsolin and uh, Kershaw are on the phone. They want to talk to you, Greg. No, uh, Kershaw, Mr. Big, <laughs> big game Kershaw. Yeah, he's good. Remember when that was the narrative that he oh, couldn't yeah. pitch in the playoffs? Yeah. Uh, that was amazing. Anyway, um, all right. So, so you think the Mets? You think the Mets? It pains me to fucking say it, but interesting. yes, they are interesting. They're very good. They're very they are good. good. And you know what? You're, you're saying it's between them and the Dodgers for the for the National League. I mean, right now, certainly. But you know what, though? The only thing, and actually, it's probably another feather in the fucking Mets hat. Or their cap, I guess. The Texas Rangers coming to town this weekend. The Texas Rangers, who swept the Phillies season, and they're probably going to sweep the Rangers. Because we just talked about the Rangers. We gave them a lot of compliments. Their pitching has been great, or better than we thought. Great is being nice. But the Mets are probably going to sweep them. They're going to come off this. We just lost to a Texas team, so we got to beat the other one. And then they play the Reds. The Reds suck. They play the Marlins, who have, you know they're, they've been okay. They're not good on the road. God damn it! And then they play the Braves. That Braves series, depending on what the how the Braves do leading into the, leading into right now, could be very interesting. But you know, it's funny Jesus. the Mets are the Mets are five and zero in extra inning games. Yeah, because I think all of them are against the Phillies, and the Phillies bullpen is terrible. <laughs> The Mets are like the Mets are legitimately. They played like I think twelve or thirteen times. I think they're, I think they're twelve and they're like eleven and two against the Phillies, including the Phillies that's, blowing a seven-one lead. All the wild. all the goodwill we talked about the Alec Bohm, I fucking hate this place. In that game, the Mets blew a four nothing lead in the seventh inning. All the goodwill from that game that we fucking came back. That they came back, and then they just got they got no hit. They had all the shit. They, the Mets, it's just like a real kick in the dick, and they're so good. And I have to be nice. I have to be objective and say that they're so good. And it pains well, me. You don't have to. You don't have to. I haven't said one good thing about the Yankees, and they're the best team. Or they have the best record. I haven't said one good thing about <laughs> oh, them. Oh, you said it. We got it. I, I said they have the best record. That's uh, all. You I said, said best team. You, you, you uh, caught I yourself. Not. I said they, you I caught said they yourself. are the best. I said they are the best, and I paused, and I said they yeah, have said the best, best record. Team. I never. I never <laughs> I never said the keyword. I said they're. I said they're the best. I said they're the best, and then reset and said they have the best record. However, with that said, I think the Mets. Uh, fuck, Mets Dodgers coming down the stretch. Last thing, Jordy here. We're both rooting for the sixty-one to get beat. Are we? Are we going Judge? Or are we putting our money behind? Definitely not Trout. We know he can't handle the pressure. He's not. He he hasn't had any pressure in. His, in his whole career. So anytime there's any pressure on him, he's done. Um, so it's definitely not going to be him. Do we think it's judge? Do we think it's Pete? Do we think it's Alvarez? I mean, judge is, the, judge is the only one in, in contention here. You don't think trout or Alvarez or they would have with to, 22, 23, they would have to hit 40 home runs in 80 games. All right. So, do we think Judge does it? I mean, I'd like the better odds of thirty in in eighty plus games. Fuck you. I mean, I, 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 
Well, uh, this this is the a hard, home this is, run this is, every other game. That's an that's is, a home runs at bat rate of like this is eight. A, this this is the hardest thing for me because I think or at bats per this, home run rate of eight. again. This is the hardest. The hardest. Babe Ruth was like Babe Ruth. I want this is record best ever, I, and it's his. I is want like this nine. record broken. I want this record broken. Again, Hank Aaron's like not, ten and a half. I, I want it beaten again. I just don't. I just don't know if I can handle Judge doing it. But at the same time, Judge also has proven that he can't handle the big moment either. So, you know what? He's going to fold. Just like Trout. The two of them are soft. No, we're, unlike we're, our guy, we're on Judge um, Watch. Uh, unlike our guy, Marcus Lynn, who took the, took the World Series by the balls and fucking crushed it. Anyway, he can handle the pressure. Um, you're right. We are, we're on Judge Watch. I guess we're rooting for it. We're rude for it. We're rude for it. Remember, remember when Giancarlo was going for it, and they did the fucking picture in picture. They would cut to the games live on oh, ESPN yeah. just for his at bats. Yeah, that was pretty fun, dude. We need that. Like, we do need that. That'd be fun. You, you and I were recording podcasts late night, just like this time, and we were watching. It might have been Sunday night baseball, and they just picture in picture, and they cut it in. Or it definitely wasn't Sunday night because there's only one game. It was it was the middle of the week then, yeah, and they yeah. just cut into John Carlos at bat. Like, I don't want that for Judge, but I want that for someone it's in what, Major League Baseball. It's what baseball needs, right? Of like football's yes. going to be back, and you know, I don't think the World Cup starts in like November, so they don't have to compete with that, thankfully. But like, it's what they need, and with like Amazon now having it, having football, and like all this different shit, like baseball needs something. Better than the fucking Apple TV broadcasts and all that bullshit. Yeah. Um, real quick, you're gonna love this. Nick Pavetta threw at a guy, hit him, and uh, started a little little Was baseball a little scuffle. Yeah. yeah, we didn't even talk about the dust up on Sunday. Yeah, let's give give the recap for the people. Uh, well, Jesse Winker got hit, and he basically. Who was uh, Amir Garrett was the guy who did the Jon Snow when he took on the Pirates. He basically did that. He tried to take on the Angels, and then a massive brawl ensued. There was a lot of suspensions. It, we found out today that Archie Bradley apparently fucking fell over a railing, and he's hurt, which that sucks because I like Archie Bradley. But Jesse Winker gave the double bird, which on a complete aside, did you see that uh, – the AHL goalie, after he won the Calder Cup, did that in their team picture, and he's suspended for two games. Did what? The horns? Didn't, what did he do? No, he did the he did the double middle finger in their team picture. Uh, yeah. Alex yeah, Lyon, yeah. he's a former Flyers goalie, and he won the uh, he won the Calder Cup. Good for him. Yeah, on brand for the Flyers. Um, well, he's on the Wolves. Yeah. it's not the Flyers team. So the thing that always frustrates me the most is this like run out and jog and let's hold each other's hands and pretend to hold each other back. This is like the first time we've seen yeah, this, this was punches. A fight. This is the first time we've seen punches thrown probably since Rignet. No. Yeah. That, you're probably right. I mean, Odor, the, Garrett th- Odor the Odor versus, Garrett thing was pretty Odor, close. There was Odor some... versus Batista. I mean, Bryce Harper threw submits once, didn't he? Yeah. He choked, he John, bat. He choked he Jonathan Babylon. He did. <laughs> He did. He did. He threw a helmet, right? He threw yeah. a helmet first. Yeah. He threw a helmet. Oh, that was great. <laughs> Two different instances, but that was great. Yeah. Oh, young Bryce Harper had some fire in him. Now he's a dad. He's got a. That was incredible. He threw his helmet. I remember that. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. Remember, um, <laughs> which, um, 
which fucking young was it? Delman Young. Remember the the highlight of him when he was still a prospect? He threw a bat at an umpire. Oh yeah, he was a Red Sox prospect. <laughs> yeah. uh, what a <laughs> wild move! Uh, but also, like, why did the bullpen? You're not gonna fight. Why run down there? You I love when I mean? the bullpen's clear. It's always the funniest because, like, they come in and it's like, oh, we can't miss this. But then you're right; they're just like kind of holding other people. They're basically doing like a middle school slow dance. Their arms are fully extended. Like, or like if you're gonna if if you're gonna fight. How about just fight each other in the outfield? Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, it'd be like a hockey fight. It's just fights everywhere. That's what I'm saying. Why yeah. run all the way in? Why run all the way in just to pull off the guy who got pulled off the guy 20 minutes ago? Yeah. If you're going to run in, just fight each other in the outfield. I'd love – so the Phillies have a – like, <clears throat> you've seen it. You've been to Citizens Bank Park. They have the stacked bullpen. I'd love it if just, like, yeah. if a bench-clearing brawl happened at Citizens Bank Park and then there was just, a, like, the visiting team came down the stairs to the Phillies bullpen and just started to pump – just – Fists were thrown. That'd be so funny. That's what I'm saying. Like it'd be like an it'd be like a UFC fight because they have the railings where people are watching from Ashburn Alley. You're telling me. You're telling me back in the day, right? When Don Zimmer got tossed on the ground by Pedro, A Rod with his purple lips got slapped in the face. Nolan Ryan with the bloody jersey. (laughs) We have to see what alive. But yeah, that shit was great. Punched in the face. You're telling me when the Red Sox Yankees hated those players hated each other. You're telling me that they the bullpen should have turned around and squared There's, off. There right was a then clip there. that went viral about I for, I don't remember what two teams. It was like baseball in the '70s was a different sport, and it was a guy who's running down the first baseline. The pitcher comes to tag him, and he just truck sticks him, and a bench glory brawl happens. Oh, was it Pete Rose who? It wasn't Pete blew Rose. Through a, no, I'm saying he didn't. He blow through a catcher, and that started the, a brawl too. Yeah, in the All Star game, and the guy didn't play again. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, another another chase the the elk of Chase Utley, <laughs> ending people's career. Fucking scumbag. Uh, full hero, full hero. <laughs> Chase Utley. Bag scumbag. Has Has Hi, Manny Jody. Machado had a had a letter written to him on a on a nationally televised show? How many careers has Chase Utley ended, and how many careers has has Machado ended? Those Chase players. Utley is those, a plays, scum those players have bag. played. Those players have played again. Scum, folk hero. Anyway, scumbag. Anything else? Anything else in baseball? Do you want to talk about the Yankees? Since you know you have friends who are Yankee fans. No, we already already talked about the Yankees. Did you see this thing before we wrap up? We talked about their their plus one hundred and fifty one fucking run differential, and it's insane. I mean, fucking Nestor Cortez is unreal. The Dodgers at one twenty five, but one fifty one. Are you kidding me? Less than halfway through the season. It's pretty insane. Um, did you see today there's this wild call in the Nationals-Pirates game where there should have been a double play and even there was one out, but it, like they technically even got a fourth out. But the umpires like called it wrong and said that the Pirates got a run on a sack fly and there's technically a fourth out rule that, like, somehow there was a, like, they said he touched up even though he didn't, and there wasn't, like, an appeal, so they called it out. It's a weird fucking play. It's hard to describe without actually seeing the play, but I I literally just saw this before we were recording. But it's, like, another example of just umpires being not very good and, like, a very weird instance of a lot of fuck-ups going on. 
Yeah, I um. Oh wait, you didn't tell me that the Phillies had the number one prospect make a debut tonight. How did he do? Yeah, he did. He, uh, I think it was like zero for three. Um, and he batted fourth because Bryce Harper's hurt, but he's hit twenty home runs in in the minor leagues. So they want he's Mark a left Apple. Hand. No, uh, yeah, he also made his debut. I thought you were talking about the the uh, what's his face, the guy that batted fourth. Um, no, the Mark Appel um, story is wild because he was the first overall pick in, for the Astros. He came over in one of the trades the the Phillies did with them. I think the I don't know who got who got sent to the Astros. Ken Giles, maybe. Um, but then he like left baseball. And then he decided to make a comeback, and he finally he got called up over the weekend, but he made his debut tonight. You're exactly right. I thought you were talking about um, Derek Hall. This is who I thought you were talking about, who went 0 for 4. But yeah, Appel, Appel also made his Major League debut tonight as well. Interesting. Um, that's kind of cool. Uh, I think... <sighs> Phillies, no timetable for Harper after surgery. So uh, this brings me up. Remember Jacoby Ellsbury? Yeah. So he's he's like an actual Native American. Yeah. Um, and he was very much into like, I don't want to say holistic medicine, but he did not believe in the tr- in like traditional baseball type of um, methods to get healthy. And he had some off-season – he needed off-season surgery when he was playing with the Red Sox. And he was just like, no, I don't, I'm going to do this holistic old, 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 old school approach and it'll heal itself some – you know, it'll, it'll be healed. Interesting. And, and he couldn't throw the ball – he was so bad after that in terms of throwing the ball from center field. Like everyone ran on him. Every single person ran on him. And then he went to the Yankees and got the surgery. But I wonder if Bryce Harper, and this is going to be, this. I might be canceled for this. I wonder if Bryce Harper trusts the Phillies, uh, the Phillies medical staff. Cause it's been notorious that the Red Sox medical staff and their strength and conditioning staff. It, in the past, it's been notorious that they are not good and people do not trust them. Players and agents, players and agents trust. I wonder if uh, Harper trusts Philly and he, or if he's going to do his own thing and, and spend time rehabbing in Arizona or wherever and not be in Philadelphia. He so he, he got surgery and I saw that he's hopeful to be back in August. There's no official timetable, but he's hopeful. So I would think he wants to get back as soon as possible. I mean, the guy we talked about before, he, you know, he didn't want to come out of the game, but he was literally like on the ground screaming at Blake Snell when he got hurt. So I would think that he wants to do anything and everything in his power to get back as soon as he can. I mean, he also had the shit with his elbow before that, where he was, he was exclusively the DH because he literally couldn't like, he was starting to throw again, but he couldn't throw because of the shit that was going on. So like, He's got to rehab that too, and now with a thumb that that just makes it so much harder. And he this, throws this, right-handed, so like it, that's like the other problem with it too is like you want him to come back in the field because he's such a better defensive right fielder than Nick Castellanos or anybody else they put in. <laughs> Castellanos has been DHing, and they put fucking Oduble Herrera there. So like, oh, Oduble, yeah, that fucking guy. Um, I love it. He's amazing. 
he's a fucking scumbag. But anyway, um, <laughs> he is a scumbag. He's a complete you like actual scumbag, yeah. not you call yeah. Chase Utley scumbag. Um, he, I I know I know he's an actual scumbag, yeah. and so is Chase Utley. But no. continue. Google what Odubel Herrera did, listeners, and versus Chase Utley, and you decide. But a lot worse. Anyway. It, um, is, it is it is a lot worse. You can be varying degrees. Okay. Regardless, we're not we've done this before <laughs> where we spend forty five minutes about Chase Hutley. We don't need to do that again. But yeah, no to answer your question, I, I would think right, yes. You're getting angry. You're getting angry. I'm sorry. I, I apologize <laughs> for making you angry. I apologize for making you angry. However. I would think yes about Bryce Harper. And I hope he comes back soon. I want him to be healthy. I don't think he's going to pull some sort of I'm in Arizona. I don't like that's not the fucking NBA. He's he wants to play baseball. So my my again, this was like the Pedroia Ortiz era, and it was very much like um, like they 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 were basically saying that the and a little bit Chris Sale too. It was basically like the training staff basically has the interest of the team. And not the player in terms sure. of like, oh, let's let's do it so you're good enough to do X, as opposed to the player is like, no, I need to be good enough for seven years or yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like. I understand what you're saying, like, but yeah. I think if I think if that were the case, at least with the Phillies, like Bryce Harper would have been in the field a lot sooner because he was like throwing, but he wasn't ready. Like so that like that's like where I'm coming from with this is like. If they wanted him to come, like, because he's a lot better, he's the best defensive outfield option the Phillies have, and they weren't rushing him back for that. So I think they would be a little cautious with that, especially with the fact of however many years left there is in the deal and how say, much stupid money is being spent on Bryce Harper. You don't want to fuck that up. A, I was say, yeah, he such he signs such a long deal that I feel like they need. It was him. thirteen years, and this is year four, I think. The Phillies need to make sure that he actually uh, is healthy long term, especially if this year, if the Mets are are going to be as good as they are. You know, it's almost not punt on this year, but sell, give Sir Anthony to the Red Sox. The Red Sox need a closer. Give Sir Anthony to the Red Sox, and Phillies love to give you guys. Good, the Phillies love to give you guys my my favorite pitchers, so it could happen. Is he, <laughs> love to is he vaccinated? Can he can he pitch in Toronto? That's that's what I need to know. We will uh, ask me in like two weeks when they go to Toronto. I can tell you. I need. That's all I need to know. And then Schwarber, uh, we'll take Sir Anthony and, and Schwarber. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. Schwarber's got. He's got a big deal. It's first year of it. No way you're getting him. Okay, we'll take Sir Anthony. Actually, I think Sir Anthony has has a kind of long deal. He, I think they should. locked he's him. Fucking, to, I think they locked incredible. him down for like five years, and then he had the he's weird shit. I don't know. I don't know if those get if those years they probably do the weird COVID stuff with him being stuck in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, he's incredible. He's oh, so good. He's so good. I, I love Sir Anthony. I want. I want people to. Uh, well, you don't love him as much as your third and girl and I, but <laughs> I want so. It's too I late in the night just, for me for me to start could, yelling. My wife is sleeping could, in the next room. Oh my god! I could, my dog I is going to be scratching on the door if I start yelling I about could, how much I love this 
This I guy. could just feel I could just feel your face getting so red in anger right there. Oh, that was incredible. <laughs> I could feel it. That's why I started laughing. I couldn't even finish my thing because I could just feel you getting so furious. Furious I, I, at my comment. My my love for him knows no bounds. I mean, you you weren't on him like I was. I was I, I introduced you to him. You introduced <laughs> him. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's crazy. That's amazing. Anyway, um, I'm glad that we're still bringing the comedy even at 11:40 p.m. Amazing, amazing. Um, all right, so we're both half asleep and we're still shit talking each other, making each other laugh. So, uh, anything else wrapping up Major League Baseball to start? I mean, All Star Game. No, I'm sure we'll any be back. Changes? We'll be back, at, I'm sure, at some point before the game. We're doing a hockey podcast on Monday before I go to Ohio for a member guest. So we'll, we can do something when I get back. Who, who do you know that lives in Ohio? Let's you know there. Nate. Shout out Nate. Yeah, he's good, though. Hey, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's real good. Yeah. You know, I'm back in single digits, man. I got through the start of the year swoon. Now I'm back in the single digits. <laughs> That's incredible. Now, is it because you're living in the suburbs now? What What do you think it is? No, if that were the case, I would never have been a single-digit handicap, and I would have never won the handicap tournament last year when I was still living in South Philadelphia. But, um, no, it's, it's it happens to me every year. I stink to start the year. My handicap inflates. I get put in the penalty box by the USGA, and then I finally start to play better, like, right after June 1st. And the same thing happened this year. Um. All right. So basically, you're saying I'm like Kyle Schwarber. The... I love June. I love June. March, April, May, Schwarber, July, August, September, October. That's the season. March, April. Oh, interesting. All right. So are you like? Where do you where do you stand on the whole like? Uh, what's the right word here? Uh, you sandbag so you could win the tournament. No, it wasn't. It's legitimate. I posted all my scores. I post all of my scores. Oh, it's a joke. Come on. And then I, Everyone I was an eight when I won the tournament last year. So I went from like a uh, eleven something at the start of the year to an eight. So I got That's better. Incredible. And I still, still won. Still won the whole thing. That's awesome. Good for you. Shot an eighty. Did not break eighty in two thousand twenty-one. I haven't broken 80 since August of 2020, but I, you know, I'm still playing better. I'm still playing better. I love it. I the love battle it. is on. 79 watch. Like how there's 59 watch in the tour, 79 watch for Jordy. That's breaking 80, huh? Love to do it again. It's such a fun feeling. What's the low round right now? This year, 81. Wow. Yeah. They shot an 82 on Saturday. That was pretty cool. Drained Drained a monster birdie on 18 to win the match. That was great. Kind of sick. Lowest ever, 80? Lowest ever, 78. Oh, you've broken 80 before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. I haven't broken it since August 2020 when I shot a 78. Did I – did you literally just say that? I did. It's late. Don't worry. (sighs) I think that's the sign we should sign off and let the listeners not have to listen to our – Exhausted ramblings as I have to go edit this podcast. <laughs> All 
right, cut, cut, cut. Um, <laughs> well, I got to do the outro. So everybody, thank you for listening. Subscribe to the podcast, Bullpen Cart, wherever you get your pods. You know, follow us on the social media, all that stuff. But for my man, Greg Pietelli, I am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell. Have a great weekend, everybody. And let's go Phils, baby. Go Sox. <laughs>